0: Do you ever want to dive deeper into the Bible, but you just don't know where to begin, or struggle to feel like you even have the time? When you read the Bible, do you get frustrated because you know there's so much more in there? You just have no clue how to get it out? Or maybe you want to know the Bible better, and you're looking for any resource to help? Then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We're sisters. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And we love to study the Bible, and we love to help others understand it better. When it comes to our own study of scripture, we have found that in bringing back the context of scripture, it adds so much to our understanding. It actually adds color to the black and white pages of the text.
1: I had someone at church on Sunday look at me and go, when I listen to the podcast, I have no problem figuring out who the oldest sister is. <laughs> and that made me laugh because I'm like, Duh, Duh. True. right <laughs>
0: I will wear my right. bossiness <laughs> proudly. <laughs> That's I'm totally that is funny well because Tuesday night at Bible study I like came with a bunch of handouts (laughs) I know you make them look so pretty and I'm like here I stood there and I'm like I've got a table and okay here's all the handouts here's what you need here's what you don't need I even redid some of your original handouts I should just hire you. We should just always do it together. I know it makes it more it, way, way better because we try. The we thing do. is, doing a podcast together, right? We're learning how to track with each other,
1: right? And what our strengths yes. and what my weaknesses are. Yes. I you do just, not make pretty things.
0: You make pretty children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Count? I'll will take that because they look like you.
1: Oh, you're sweet.
0: All of Erica's kids are obviously my genes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, including the red child. <laughs>
1: Yes, even in her redness. Yep. She's very much my child.
0: So, Erica, this week we are doing the last of the two covenants. We've done a really good job. I think so. We've been moving well. We have. Yeah. And this week we're going to cover the Davidic (coughs) covenant, which is 2 Samuel chapter 7, 1 Chronicles 17, Uh and then Jeremiah 33. Right. And then we're going to cover the new covenant, which surprisingly is in Deuteronomy 30. Uh Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36, your right. Deuteronomy 31 always catches me up. Oh, there's a new covenant mentioned in there. Deuteronomy 30, specifically verse six. Okay. Um, but we're going to start with the Davidic. So don't we're go start to, with the
1: Davidic. You're right.
0: I need to not jump. Yes.
1: All right. Veronica, the Erica. Davidic covenant. Can you set up quickly what it is?
0: The Davidic covenant is with King David. And actually that we did the whole Davidic covenant in one podcast. Which was very impressive for us at because, that point. And I do want to say, I think people need to go back and listen to that one because we get into Jeroboam, Rehoboam. Oh, yeah. They're going to bring h- him up in another. Are you? Okay, because there's a whole side to this that we're not covering because he's not part of the Davidic covenant. We'll get there. So, okay. Teaser yep. for a Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Because
1: that's just a fun. Okay. And I think an important part.
0: But David is king over Israel. He has succeeded Saul. And ultimately, I think he's wanting to build God a house. Uh He's what to me is just fascinating is he's looking and going, I have a house. We all are settled here. We're in the land, Mm -hmm. which I never really understood that because I had said to you early on, you know, what's wrong with a tabernacle where it's portable? It moves with you and you said but the point is when you have a permanent structure it's because they are permanently now dwelling in the land. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh so it's it signif- so giving God a permanent structure says right. we're here. Mm-hmm. What right. you said to Abraham is coming true. Is happening. Mm-hmm. So if you to me it was always like the tabernacle seems better cuz it moves around. But they don't need to move around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So They shouldn't. I, right? Right. <laughs> yes. Did I say,
1: yep? Yeah, perfect. Okay. So God comes along and says, you can't build me a house, David. Your hands are too bloody. Which
0: is fascinating because I kind of want to go, but didn't you tell him to like? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You told he him to do did subdue- what he was supposed to do. Right. So you could
1: say God has different plans for different people. Sure. So he says, sure. I want your son, a man of peace, to build me a temple, mm-hmm. my house. But David, I'm going to bless you and build you a house. David, I'm going to give you a dynasty. Hmm. Not a physical house. Not a physical house, a dynasty. It's a fun little pun mm-hmm. God does right there. So, uh, and God's house is the temple, as you said. Who's mm-hmm. the party that initiates this, Veronica? I'm going to say God.
0: Yep. Good job. Thanks. I've gotten it right every time. Yep,
1: yeah. yeah. you're amazing. <laughs> and who's the party that responds? David. Yeah, he responds with worship at the end of this. Oh, okay. He's so blown over what God has done what are the conditions of the covenant oh now I
0: got to think back to what you said Tuesday night mm-hmm. I don't remember specifically
1: a person a, s- a son, son of David. David a son that's of a condition David. yeah he's gonna give you he's gonna give David a son that will oh. reign forever Okay, he kind of promises him a kingdom and a dynasty. Okay, a dynasty is a family that continues to reign for generation. I after think generation. Of Japan,
0: Japanese. Yes,
1: dynasties. Yeah, Chinese. when yeah we have some dynasties right. still around today. When the north and the south split after Solomon's death, okay, the north gets their own king. The south remains with David's family. The north never, they have a few small
0: dynasties. Okay. Families that reign for a couple generations, but none last very long. And the north, those kings don't come from David's line. No. That's, that's constantly a new family. Okay. In the And south, are they taking it over real quick? Because Laura asked this a while ago on Facebook. Are they taking it over through battling each other?
1: Oh, yeah. There's okay. always bloodshed. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can't have a new coup. I can't have a coup without bloodshed for the can't most part. can't have a new I'm, king without a coup? Right. Can't like, have a coup without bloodshed? You probably can, but that's not. Okay. That's rare. Yeah. They're killing each other. Okay. But yeah.
0: those are not of David's family. Right. Okay. So in the right.
1: South, then, it's always David's line on the throne. Okay. Except for one seven-year period, fascinating story in scripture about a queen that takes Athaliah. over for seven years. Yeah. You read
0: it. By the way, Sunday, Tuesday night at Bible study, Rena went, Zathaliah. She was like, Of course. Wow, good job, child. <laughs> yes.
1: She's got a great memory.
0: Yes. So, and then even when they go
1: into exile and come back from the land, the governor over them that Persia sets up oh, is yeah? from the line of David
0: oh interesting okay and so you do have this
1: son of david following through okay um but god promises david you're gonna have a son and he comes to be known as the son of david mm-hmm. and the son of david will do what reign forever reign forever and bring peace bring peace and build the temple. build the temple
0: uh, oh, man, stuff's just now connecting that it didn't connect Tuesday right. night. Okay. So
1: God promises David, hey, and when your son sins, I will discipline him, but I won't remove my love from him hmm. like Saul. I'm mm-hmm. not going to cut off your dynasty, David, like I cut off Saul's dynasty. Now, specifically, that's referencing Solomon. Right. But the rest of these promises are all about a specific son of David that's going to come. And these three ideas are connected. You're going to have a temple, mm-hmm. a
0: throne,
1: and it's going to last
0: forever. Well, because truthfully, we know Solomon screws up. Right. And Solomon doesn't have peace. Right. Because of his mess-ups, because of acquiring so many things. Right. It when he, and and he and then you go down the path of each king gets their own choice. Right. So if it's going to be a time of peace, right. It needs to be everlasting peace. Right. And so as each new son of David comes
1: on the throne, as we're reading through kings, Mm -hmm. we need to be asking ourselves, could this be the son of David we're waiting for? Right. When it's the southern kingdom. When it's the southern kingdom. And part of the problem is we we think we know the end of the story, so we don't get really excited about, could this be the new king? Could this be the king? Could this be the son of David we're waiting for? Because as we're reading through it, we're supposed to be asking that question. Now, what is the sign of this covenant? the fact that David's there? No. The temple? Yes. Oh, well, good guess. <laughs> Very good. God says, "He will build a house for my name." And if you oh. read in, I think, did I give you Jeremiah 33? Yes, you did. To read? If you read that, what you'll actually see is God specifically takes the Davidic covenant mm-hmm. with the son of David and the Levitical covenant with the priesthood and links them together. Which in my mind, that just links you to the book of Hebrews. <laughs> totally does. <laughs> and totally Melchizedek. does. Yes. And we need to get there one day because it's an amazing connection. But staying in the Tanakh right because now that the temple is intimately connected with the Davidic covenant the Levitical covenant gets connected into I don't know so maybe that concentric circle idea just all worked up and got bigger yeah because it, it does connect into the Davidic covenant because these two covenants now go hand in hand okay and together God is going to fulfill both of these covenants one day forever okay um Let's see.
0: Sorry, I'm in- looking at my notes. I know. She, she gets excited and goes. And then I forget rogue. where I am.
1: Okay. So the Abrahamic covenant, God promises he will bless Abraham's family and there'll be a blessing to the world. Okay. He promises land in a relationship with Israel's family. The Mosaic covenant, God says, okay, here's how that's going to happen. You're going to obey me, Israel. I'll bless you, move through you. You'll teach the world about me as you live like me. And that's a blessing for the nations. The knowledge of God is a blessing. But there's more blessings because when you, Israel, obey my commands, I'll bless you. That blessing will flow to the nations. As Israel keeps scriptures intact, that's a blessing. And then as she continued to bless the nations, look at Daniel and Mm -hmm. the blessings that he is to the kings over him. In the Mosaic covenant we also get the blessing of God's physical presence on earth as he resides in the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. But in the Davidic covenant it's like God takes that promise and adds another layer to it or he expounds on it or rips it open and he goes here's another huge way I'm going to bless the nations through you Israel. I'm going to send a king. Right. A king after my own heart like David but better who will lead Israel in total obedience to the Mosaic covenant. This king's going to build a permanent home for me so my presence will always reside in the midst of my people. And so when this king is on the throne in Israel, the blessings will flow from God to Israel and out through the nations Hmm. and it will be heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons we're supposed to get excited when in Matthew 1, we read this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, oh. the son of Abraham. That carries so much right. weight with it when you understand the Davidic covenant. Right. Right. So we're waiting for that son of David constantly to come, because he is going to be the one through whom we make sure all of these promises get mm-hmm. fulfilled.
0: So you cannot see son of David. As an independent, just title. No. A title from the Messiah. No. You have to, you see, Son of David, you better put this covenant and all that yes. it entails with it. With it. Yes. It's it is a, a whole, heavy weighted term. Yes. Okay.
1: yes. Which is why I think Jesus didn't, it was not his favorite title Oh, at the time. He much preferred Son of Man, which is a fascinating thing. Which, are we, we going to
0: get into that one? No, that's oh, a New you, Testament. Never one. mind. So, so sorry, I should have brought that, that one podcast.
1: up. So. Now, again, in a future lesson, we're going to get into a bit more with the son of David and the promises of... You are
0: going to break son of David down. We're going to get more into the son of David. And we're going to
1: look at some specific promises in the prophets that God makes with the son of David. Just not
0: this week. Just
1: not this week. No, because we got to continue with covenants. Okay. Now, Veronica, the new covenant. Okay.
0: That is Deuteronomy 30, which again, I said shocked me. And Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36. So if we start with who initiates, I'm going to go with God does. (laughs) Amazing. He's initiated every time. Now, the new, now, who responds? That one, I'm not. There is no no response. Okay. It's just thrown out there. Well, who's it with?
1: Israel. Israel.
0: Okay. It's with Israel.
1: Okay. Again
0: which makes sense if you go to deuteronomy 30 right verse 6 did you say well it's all of the chapter really but especially verse 6 because remember
1: one of our first few weeks together we talked about that cycle right where god initiates that he has this okay live up to these commands Israel's going to fail. Mm-hmm. God's going to bring discipline. They'll be humbled. They'll repent. They'll return to God and the covenant, continue to walk in obedience. He'll bless them. Life will get easy and they'll turn away again. Mm-hmm. This never ending cycle that would continue on into eternity. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Until okay. God himself says, I'm going to stop it. Oh, okay. I'm going to bring an end to this one day okay and in deuteronomy 6 he begins to tell them deuteronomy 30 he begins to tell them here's how i'm going to end that cycle i'm going to give you israel a new heart Mm -hmm. but it's so we talked about how the prophets build off of what is said in deuteronomy right so in deuteronomy you get this idea god is going to intervene and then the prophets take that and say here's more information about how god's going to intervene what he's going to do when oh, okay. he intervenes
0: so they take it and they expand it even yep. bigger okay Yep.
1: who what are the conditions of the covenant a new heart yes a heart of flesh a heart of flesh not a heart of stone yep god is going to make sure israel will finally be able and willing to obey everything he has said. He will write his Torah on his people's heart. He will be their God. Israel will fully be God's people. All Israel will know the Lord. He'll forgive their sins, regather the people to the land, spiritually cleanse them, put his spirit within them. Israel will be faithful. So it's kind of like all of the promises from Abraham, from Moses, Hmm. from David are all wrapped up in this covenant. And this time the Lord personally guarantees it will happen because he's going to change Israel. Hmm. He's not dropping his requirements. He's not changing his standard, his commands. He is changing Israel so they will be made new so they can obey the Lord fully and completely with a son of David on the throne, Hmm. leading them forever in perfect obedience. So this is what it's going to look like when God steps in and ends that cycle of sin, disobedience, repentance, Mm -hmm. discipline. This is how it's going to work. God is going to change Israel's heart. So they obey Mm -hmm. everything he has said.
0: No longer will a man say, know the Lord because they will all know him.
1: Yes. Hmm. What is the sign of this covenant?
0: I do know that the spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So, which now you're going to throw people. I <laughs> At know. least you kind of did there was some I know. after class discussion. Yeah.
1: So, here's how it here's how it works. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is a sign of the new covenant has begun. Right? But I would say it is not here fully yet.
0: And now you have an an amazing illustration to show what that means that I got from another podcast. Okay, what podcast? Apologetic, apologetic, um, apocalyptic, apocalyptic.
1: I was apocalyptic, which is
0: no longer making new podcasts, right?
1: But they still have their old ones online. The apocalyptic podcast. Here's the way it works. I thought this was a great example. Mm -hmm. If you're traveling to, I use Chicago. But a big city near you. Right. And you, as you're traveling on the road, you see a sign that says, Hey, Chicago, 280 miles. Mm-hmm. Do you get out at that moment and take a picture under the sign saying, Woohoo, I made it to Chicago. The sign says, Chicago, I'm here. No. <laughs> no why not, Veronica? <laughs> Because you're not there yet. You're not there yet. You realize this is a sign. It's telling me I'm on the right road. Right. It's pointing me in the direction. It's telling me keep going. This is the right way, but I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit being poured out now on us is a sign we're on the right road. Right. It's coming, but we're not there yet. Because I would say the scripture has not been fully written on my heart. No. Because the Bible makes it clear, when the Holy Spirit is fully poured out, you will know. Mm How to walk Mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. You won't ask questions. Do I go right? Do I left? Mm -hmm. You will know what God's will is and you will want to obey it.
0: And you'll do it. You'll do it. It won't be a struggle. Right. Sin is still a struggle. Right. That I daily have to go choose. Right. Right choose to shut your mouth right now right
1: because <laughs> there's often two issues number one maybe I don't know what God's right. will is there's so many times I'm like Lord I don't know what to do here right or I don't see you here so where are you and number two if I do know what God's will is I don't always want to do it. When the new covenant comes fully, Mm -hmm. that won't be an issue Mm -hmm. because I will fully know God's will, God's way, and I will want to walk in his way. Yes, his scripture is being written on my heart, but it is not there fully yet. Yes, I have the Holy Spirit because of what Jesus did, but I don't have it fully yet. I mean, it blows my mind to think one day we will be given a dose, a greater dose of the Holy Spirit. Like maybe we have a thimbleful, right? out of the ocean that God could give us. Maybe we have a pinprick or a crumb from the banquet. Mm-hmm. That is coming one day when the new covenant fully comes, the king will be reigning in Jerusalem. The temple will be rebuilt. The nations will be coming to say, teach us about your God, O Israel. The glory of God will cover the earth. The knowledge of God will flood the earth. We will know our God and see him face to face. That is the new covenant. That is the promise that God makes when the new covenant comes fully. Hmm. so we are people with a foot in two worlds right
0: and two covenants
1: and two covenants because on the one hand we still live in the here and now mm-hmm. there is still flesh mm-hmm. not flesh in a bad way but sin right the mosaic covenant is still here we're still struggling with sin
0: mm-hmm.
1: but we have the beginning mm-hmm. of the new covenant
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: a down payment it's a sign mm-hmm. it's coming mm-hmm
0: and you're doing or you're supposed to be doing.
1: Right. Keep going. Right. While you wait for the rest of it to come. Right. For God to fully do all of his promises. Walk faithful, walk obedient, trust Your God Mm -hmm. that what he said he will do. Mm -hmm. And when that day comes, the righteous and the wicked will be dealt with. Mm. Which side do you want to be on?
0: Right? That goes back to Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Yes. (laughs) When that
1: bow comes off. When that bow comes off Mm -hmm. and he is shooting so fast. Do you want to be behind him? (laughs) Yes.
0: Or in front of him. Exactly. With the bow. Right. And I just want to say, as you were doing that, I'm thinking, and that's what I was talking about when I said earlier, you should have seen her Tuesday night. The hands were flying. Right. I'm a very physical. She gets very passionate. very. But it's exciting. Right. It is. If we can sit here and go, you know what? The sign of the Holy Spirit is, it's just that confirmation. Right. Something better is coming. Right. You know, I mean, as I've, I've been working on the graphics for our paragraphs episodes 163 to 165 and the latter prophets just talked about how, yeah, here's reality, but something better is coming. Right. So hold on. That Holy spirit is that sign you need when you feel that conviction, when you feel that encouragement, when that random verse comes and it's like, that was the answer I needed. Right. That hymn, that song that you just go, Oh, that's it. That's your reminder. I am waiting and living actively in obedience for something better. And I guess don't be discouraged either
1: thinking, oh, I failed again. Right. Like that's where we are. Right. Right. We fail still. We are still yep. in sinful earth. Yep. That's life. Yep. But you don't stay there. Right. You repent. Right. You get back up and you walk back towards God. Right. Right. Because it is going to change one day. It's not going to be like this forever.
0: Right. Right. So that's hope. Yeah. Where Wherever you are having a good day or a bad day. Right. You have a hope. A sin-filled day or a sin-less-filled day. Right. Can you sin less? Right. But. Right. So that is three weeks. We did it. We did it. Three episodes on Six Covenants.
1: You know what? Nope. But somebody did ask about the Gentiles. Yeah. Where do the Gentiles fit in? You're
0: going to answer that now? Yeah.
1: Because I'm going to keep it really short. Okay. I would say the Gentiles now fit in through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Okay. We are united with Israel in that new covenant. Okay. So their mission becomes our mission. We are called to show the world what God is like.
0: to step on toes and go, We didn't replace them in the Abrahamic, the Mosaic. Mm, Yeah, we didn't replace (laughs) them. We're
1: the wild vine that's been grafted in. Okay. We have been adopted. So
0: in our circles, then all of a sudden on the new covenant, there's this random
1: doodle that comes in. Right. We Gentiles get to join in with Israel in this intimate relationship between God and his people. We Join in the people of God. We haven't replaced them right. or removed them. We get to join in with them. Right. And as they are to show the world what God is like, we are to show the mm-hmm. world what God is like. Mm-hmm. And it looks different in some ways, just like men and women show the world what God is like differently. Right. Jew and Gentiles show the world what God is like differently, but it's the same God, right. just like men and women. It's mm-hmm. the same God, but we show him differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we Gentiles are grafted into that new covenant through the blood of Jesus. Okay. And the Holy Spirit can fill us too. Right. Because we are now part of that covenant. Acts 10.
0: Acts 10. Yep. With Cornelius. So that wasn't. No. That was good. Right. That was less than two minutes. See? So. All right. So where are we going next week here?
1: We're going to start looking at some of these words we keep using. Okay.
0: Okay. I like that. So we'll be in terms. Words. Terms. Words. For a while. Yeah, as apparently probably more than one. <laughs> maybe at least two. Oh yeah. Two podcasts. Yeah. But the idea is as again, going back to what I said 3 weeks ago, we have taken those shelves. Right. We filled those shelves and now we're drawing a thread through all three shelves going here's how they connect. Watch how this were this this covenant expands and grows. Right. As it goes through each shelf. Right. You know in a way it kind of picks up traction in some of them. Right. Adds in a little bit more color. We keep using terms. What do we mean by them? Yeah.
1: That would be something I would say for next week. Okay.
0: You, you've been reading these words over and over again. Right. What is now it, let's make righteous. sure we dis- define right. it. Okay. Right. All right. So yeah. righteous. She just gave us that term. She right. also told a son of David. But that's going to be future. Oh, okay. That's not next week. Okay. But those are some words we can have to look forward to. Yeah. All right. So as always, thanks for joining us. And if you would share this podcast with someone, because it can get exciting to go here. Because truthfully, if you just take out of what Erica took from the apocalyptic podcast, that Chicago sign. Right. That to me it's like, oh, that just helps make so much more sense. Yep. Of what's going on here. Here's where we are. Right. So thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye.